Welcome to Practical Access. I am Lisa Deeker. And I'm Rebecca Hines. And today, Lisa, we have guests who represent a couple of our favorite things. And one of one of our favorite things is community. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> and, and another of our favorite things is transition yes. for persons with disabilities. Right. And employment. So well, we're gonna be thinking about that. So piece. we are excited to have two guests from Inspire with us today. Lily Continancy and Nashley Soto from Inspire. Thank you, ladies, for being with us today. Thank, Thank you for having us. <laughs> so, can one of you guys uh, tell? First of all, tell us just a little bit about Inspire. Yes. So, Inspire Central Florida is the largest and longest-standing organization of its kind here in Seminole County. We assist adults with disabilities through our adult day training facility. Um, so, we have different programs. Um, here where we assist them with life enrichment activities and opportunities in the community. Um, and then I will let Nashley tell you about our GROW program, uh, but that's kind of the gist of it for us here. So we offer vocational training and pre-employment. We have an internship um, that we offer our individuals who want to seek integrated employment. Um, it's called Operation GROW, and it stands for Giving Real Opportunities for Work. So we partner with different host businesses in the community, and uh, we start off sometimes volunteering, learning those skills, learning the job, um, and hopes of the business itself hiring our individuals once they find that need. Um, and then for those individuals that are still working towards obtaining a job, we do classroom settings where we work on resume building and interview skills and money management and uh, introductions and socialization skills. Um, just to fully prepare them to find employment in the community once they're ready. So we have about 30 interns in the program currently right now. Wow, wow, that sounds really exciting. Well, and so I think the first thing I'm curious about, and I think our listeners will be too, is Lily, what, who funds you? Where, where if I'm in a community and I want to do something like this, where do I go to get started? So there's a variety of um, areas we can look for funding in. Um, the first one is the agency purposes persons with disabilities um, Medicaid waiver. And so it's a process where you have to apply to go through their program and then they fund based on the level of services that the individual needs. Um, we are lucky enough to partner with Seminole County government and we do get a scholarship for a couple of individuals who participate in our program. Um, we do accept private pay as well. Um, and then we do receive other funds um, that we can utilize for individuals to assist with their needs as well, um, just through fundraising, fundraising and things like that. Yeah, we have two fundraisers throughout the year, and that supplements for those individuals who are in financial need. Uh, one is in April, it's a golf tournament, and then one is coming up actually in December. Um, it's called Mask and Martini. So. <laughs> Sounds, sounds good. Sounds fun. I, I don't golf, yeah, but the second is. one send sounds me, good. Send me the flyer. <laughs> um, so, so, Nationally, tell, tell us a little bit um, about the internship, because I know sometimes setting up internships, I know high school teachers, for example, you know, that's hard. They Even at the high school level, sometimes they want to do that. It's really hard to get it started. I know at the college level, we have students here um, with disabilities who we look for internships, but it's kind of a hard process. Can you give us an idea of how you how you establish a, a relationship with someone who might offer an internship and what that looks like? Absolutely. So social networking and building yeah. those um, relationships is key. Um, so within the actual program, we have two job coaches, Natasha and Vincent, 
and they are really the ones that build those relationships with our community partners. Um, and once we assess an individual's need and what they want to do in their life and what jobs they want to begin, uh, we really try and seek our community partners and fitting those needs for the business itself. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's fitting both needs, the business and the individual. It's finding what the individual is good at and where can we really help that business. Um, we've been very fortunate to, with Northland Church, we started volunteering at janitorial services with Signature and they've hired several individuals and they're currently still employed there. Uh, we started another one with Chianti's Pizzeria in Italian, Italian food. Um, and they started with just learning and a couple days of volunteering. And then they said, they're great. We want to hire them. So we have uh, several individuals who work full time there. And so it's building that social capital and building the partnership, but also showing our businesses that they're so much, they're capable of so much and proving um, that, that they are capable of achieving those jobs just like anyone else. So, you know, I'm curious, and either one of you can answer this question, but um, I have a friend who did similar model in Wisconsin, and I know there was a young man that she really struggled with, like, what job could he do? Because mm -hmm. it had very limited mobility. Mm -hmm. And she got him to wrap the communion wafers for the Catholic Diocese of all of Wisconsin, working with the nuns. And he was, like, the most popular person ever <laughs> in that, you know. So I'm curious with that story in mind, like, what is the most creative job to, the, to date that you're like, yeah, we never thought about yeah. somebody doing blank. Is there anything that's been kind of unique that you found a position for at this point? Um, yeah, so at Chianti's, this individual, he knew he wanted to work in the restaurant. Okay. He just didn't know what he was good at. Um, so the actual manager started him in janitorial, cleaning the bathrooms and dishwashing. That's where he started. And come to find out, he was a great um, food prep. So now he's doing garlic knots, he's doing the pastas, the measuring, because he's good in numbers. And so come to find out, that's his new position now. He's a food food prep um, assistant, and his actual job description is growing because he's learning more and more. Well, you may, you may think you'll be a manager someday. Is the manager worried? <laughs> <laughs> he should be. He should be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I want to ask you guys kind of on a personal level. You guys are young and energetic and, you know, yeah. it's great. And I'm, I'm so glad to see that because we need, we need young people, you yes. know, kind of sharing this, this passion and this mission. So I want to ask you each to answer this. You know, what is the best part of, of the job for you? Oh my gosh. I honestly have to be walking out to that floor and everybody treats you like you're a celebrity. Everybody's <laughs> like, hi, even from all the way afar, they're screaming my name. I'm like, who's calling? Who am I saving you? They have just such um, optimistic outlooks, um, regardless of what situation they might be in, whatever might be going on at home or, you know, even whatever we have going on, they just make it like everything is great. <laughs> and so it's nice to have an environment where they're so positive and excited to be here. Um, so it's great for me. Um, as for me, I've been in this field for about seven years. And when I first started, I really didn't realize the potential that our individuals have, as many individuals have that mindset. And as time has gone on, I think the biggest is seeing their accomplishments 
and um, obtaining their goals. That would have to be my biggest reward. And working through that, you know, if just like any of us, when we're stumbled upon a problem, you know, you self-doubt and you are your worst critic. Um, and it goes for them as well. So being able to be that positive encouragement for them is probably the biggest reward that they think I'm making an impact in their life, but they're really making the impact in my life by yeah. helping them, assisting them achieve those goals. That's awesome. So my last question for you is uh, 10 years from now, if your crystal ball was working, I'd love to hear from each of you. What type of jobs, because Becky and I both believe this is kind of the civil rights movement for people with disabilities. It's their time. It's their time for equity, access, employment. inclusion, mm -hmm. employment. 10 years from now, what jobs do you hope you'll be finding for all of your students or free employment jobs as they walk in for internships? What's your vision? My vision is, I think every business should have an individual with disability employed there. That's my vision. I think businesses don't realize um, the advantage that they have hiring an individual with disabilities. One thing that's unique about our folks is once they learn a skill, they master that skill and they are forever gonna learn and know that skill. I agree. I think we do a lot of questioning uh, or asking our individuals, you know, what kind of job would you like? And they always say something along the lines of um, food service or fast food restaurants. But I think any and all, I think anybody that's willing to go to a different type of business should be able to do that. I don't think their disability should hold them back from that. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Guys, well, the limit. Yeah, <laughs> we right. love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us and for all the work you're doing. And uh, we appreciate it. If folks have questions, they can send us and we'll follow up with you ladies and our Twitter account at Access Practical or send us a question on our Facebook page at Practical Access. Thank you, Nashley and Lily. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us.